Welcome back to the show. I have a guest today. You might know him because he's been my guest on a couple of things. <laughs> Santiago Brito. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. It's and, great to be back. And if you want to catch Santiago, he has a podcast called I Will. I Will Podcast on all broadcast channels. <laughs> and, and that's his gratuitous plug because he showed up here today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, we were having a conversation. Uh, I told him I went to lunch with a bunch of uh, friends and old squad members from uh, the deputy sheriff days, and uh, it was nice to sit there. And Where'd you guys go? We went to <laughs> Ford's Garage, dude, oh. and they have, like, some great burnt-in sandwiches. I see the buns. They have, yeah. like, the Florida. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. It was, it was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, we sit there. It was good to see everybody happy. They they look healthier. Everybody looks like the Less blood stress. pressure. Oh, they, no nobody pressure. looks stressed. Yeah, no stress, and no pressure. They were smiling. It's like, man, it's like you don't know how – I don't say how how much you're not you when you, you're hitting your – 25 plus some one of the guys 32 years that kind of thing I'm looking around because I remember like when most of us were we were in our 30s dude we were like we were like, stressed out right at the time oh it's like 20, I came in when I was 25 like one of my best friends he was he turned out to be one of my best friends he was 29 we were kids man yeah. it's like now like we're in our 50s and stuff and that, and that whole transition so we're all sitting there talking about all these stories of of just Past stuff that yeah. oh my gosh today's standards versus completely different. yeah yeah that's another thing so we were sitting there talking about when you knew it was time to leave and and that brought up uh, one of the guys and he said he he was he knew it was time he's like I went he did a house search we were doing evictions he did a house search and when he was done. Some guy came out of nowhere from behind him and, and scared the shit out of him. Oh shit! Like, like you know, it's like, like Biden. Hey, yeah, <laughs> never would have happened him back in the day. Yeah, just, been just, a, just a guy, like you know, yeah. it was a crack, whoever the guy was. But yeah. one, it doesn't he knew matter. He wasn't ready for the job anymore. Yeah, it was it's like you you have those defining moments when you. Uh, it's true. It, it's like, well, he he knew, and then he came to I me guess and it said too. some Somebody stuff. Surprises you like that? You're like, fuck. Yeah. But it wouldn't have happened. I'm not on point anymore. No. Yeah, 10 years ago, it wouldn't have happened. Never. Everybody else, you know, so somebody else has a similar story or, or like, a lot of things. Management. Management has run a lot of people out. So, I have a question. So, let's say, I mean, I don't know when you retired, but let's say 10 years before you retired. Mm-hmm. What, what do other police officers do? Does everybody retire? Can you go, like, into, like, training or, like, play well, the play, play uh Politics and, and yeah, well, if you get your if you get your twenty five years, it all depends. If you're a city officer, you, you have a twenty year, twenty years, eighty uh, percent of your your pension or your salary is, is your pension. If your county is twenty five years and seventy five percent of your pension. No, no, what I was asking yeah. was like the continuing career. Yeah, but and that's the whole thing because when you get to that point, because people think like you can work for like a county and go to another county, it doesn't work that doesn't way. Like you, yeah, you're you're taking like a fifteen twenty dollar pay pay cut if you're like if you're like a twenty four year deputy somewhere and you want to go to another county mm-hmm. where they the starting salary is fifteen dollars an hour. That's the cut you're going to take. You know, it's not like there's no universal there's no whatever. Universal, yeah. So you normally have to stay where you're at to get your time in, and then you can venture into. Some people do go into teaching and. And all that, but you want to you want to satisfy your contract with the state first. Okay, okay. So it's yeah. a contract. I never knew that. It was yeah, a contract. Yeah, it's it's like, hey man, I, it was nerve wracking. Like you sign it, and it's like, For yeah, five years. You, you get this is the deal. And uh, I think one of the uh, 
one of the things you couldn't do, because once upon a time you, you could, they called it double dipping, meaning you could I could retire today from working my 25 years and go straight to another agency and start working there. And get to both pays, yes. double dipping. Well, yeah, because you're you're getting your pension and you're getting a new, a new salary new from the same, because you're in, you're in the retirement system. Okay. And then somebody said, oh, eventually, of course, before you get there, like, oh, you can't do that anymore. So all of the, all these guys are retired and none of them continue to police? Yeah, no, nobody did. Yeah, you're. Everybody was like, I'm done. Yeah. I gave them what I I had. (laughs) Yeah, and that's it because it's like there's nothing left because all you got to do is watch social. If you watch anything on TV, my uncle, my uncle retired in 1989. He did his 20 years out of Vietnam and he was calling me. Every time something on the news, he'd call me. He's like, the, the one, I was actually at a retirement seminar and he's like, he's like, Hey, did you watch the news today? And he's calling me on the way home. I'm like, no. And he's like, sure, we're state of welcome. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, there was a, a female deputy in uh, up north, the, the one that she pulled out her gun instead of the taser. Oh, shit. And she was yelling, taser, taser. And she ended up shooting the guy and killing him, right? Fuck, this is she, nervous she, as fuck. Well, like, well 20, 26 years. She she had her time in. Yeah, damn. And, and, and you know what? You have to question, when was the time for her to leave and and the capacity Maybe it was that well, the, the capacity that she was in is you, you're you're not you're not an administrator if you had 26 years in and you're like a lieutenant or you know you're you're just critiquing people and going to meetings but when you're still you have to be sharp if you're going to be in like the field still, yeah. yeah she's in the field and you know what my 35 year old brain and my 55 year old brain they ain't different. the same yeah. my reflexes are not the same yeah. my confusion level I can't remember where I put my keys sometimes you know <laughs> It, it's real stuff, so you got to be like on your game a lot. And uh, you know, bottom line is she killed a guy, and she ended up. Uh, it's a manslaughter char- charge. Cops used to Dang. be like, okay, well, uh, I made a mistake. Well, no, you, when you kill somebody, it's more than a mistake. It is manslaughter. So it was a mistake. Though. So she, but she got, she got ten years, like in prison. Yeah, she because she killed somebody. You you can't you can't do that anymore. The you could guess what? Oh, I made a mistake, and then you know the family will get like millions of dollars or whatever, and then you go about your business. Yeah, you look at all the history of police work, and then you know maybe like fifteen years Man, ago, they gave a ten years for a mistake. Yeah, but that but that's but it wasn't a mistake. Like you literally killed somebody. A mistake is I. Mean, I, I think I could tell the difference between tasing a gun. But but you know, but not what? in the heat of the moment. Well, and then that's the whole thing because everything was there. There was no heat of the moment. Like you know, like. Her just, she literally just had one of those moments. She was yelling, taser, 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 and, and you know, she bam, shot. Bam, bam. Yeah. And, How many times did she shoot him, though? I, I think once. once okay, once, okay, okay. More than enough, so. <laughs> so, you know, when he's like, man, she she overstayed her welcome. You know, it's like, you really need to be, exit strategy. He goes, because if I got hired today, I would have been like, got fired the next week for some of the stuff we used to do because <laughs> society was changing. Yeah. And then you have to go with the, the Parkland uh, officer, the one that at uh, at the high, high school down there in South Florida, Stoneman Douglas. So anyway, he was a 30-plus-year deputy that, that sat there during a school shooting, was calling things in, and, and you know, the video shows he's sitting by a golf cart. He's holding, he's holding his – he's – in thirty year deputy mode, he's holding his his spot. He's doing, I guess, whatever he thinks he should do. But you know what? It's the twenty first century. It's twenty first century. That's that's some. There was a day where if you didn't wait for SWAT to show up, 
and you've ran in there on your own no, and no. did some heroes. No, you've been fired. You can go in there and do everything right, but no, that's what SWAT. What is SWAT? Special yeah. weapons and tactics. Yeah. None of this shit that you have. <laughs> but, but, but that's but that's what what happened. He, you can't do that. Yeah. He and you know he didn't learn his lesson because that, later on I think uh, Grady Judd actually, I think what the caption was a coward then a coward now because he actually got he just went to trial. He went to trial and he I, he got acquitted. In this climate, that's that's amazing. He got acquitted because where they were going with that was that he was going to uh, that he was responsible for every kid in the school, almost like a daycare. They they kind of almost like took it a little too far. Yeah. But he got you know he was like did a little interview. Goes I I feel vindicated. My name is cleared. It's like no dude, there a bunch of kids that died. Yeah. That's you, yeah. There's no just the arrogance of you thinking like my good name is cleared. No, it wasn't. You still did a a terrible thing. Yeah. And with the training that we've had, like on school shootings, as of 10 years ago, yeah. it's, it's, you know you, you can't do that. Well, you're not in the 1990s mode anymore. You don't yeah. sit there and just call stuff in. Hey, you guys better get here fast. Yeah, I hear a bunch <laughs> of gunshots. I don't know where they're going from, but I haven't tried to find them yet either. And so so you, did you ever think of doing something else after law enforcement? Like, did you ever think of like going into politics or like or like – Climbing up the ranks. I don't know if no. once you're a what is it like a commissioner? Do you just sit there? Do you sit in the field? Yeah, no. It all it all depends on on your your viewpoint. Like at the end of the day, like the the stress and uh, personally, I'm speaking personally. Like personally. It, it was just getting stressful. Like you worrying about the people that that work for you. You're trying to be the buffer between them and the management, and then you have the public. And it's like I was just I was just doing a horrible job. I mean, when you're 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 kicking people out in a, in a pandemic. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, everybody's got a story. Can I have them? It was just randomly like all this coming in from every direction. My, this, and, and, you know, and everybody's got a problem. Hey, you know what? People oddball stories like just our luncheon yesterday. It's like, oh man, remember that time that I had that that guy left that goat or those pygmy rattlesnakes and <laughs> this and that. And with there, there's like countless stories. 47 cats in a house. Damn. Like, you can't even, like, breathe when you go in there. Do you miss like, it? No, I don't miss it because it's like a... <laughs> you almost, still move like a police officer. Oh, no, I'm, I'm trying to trying to get out of that. You're trying to, you still I, do I, it? I, mindset, yeah, no, like, even carrying guns. Like, you, you carry a gun, like, all, all your life. I'm like, yeah, so where's my gun? Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, hey, it, it's like you, you have to... A lot of guys I know, they just let it go. Some you people can't. Oh, yeah, I have it like a little commemorative. Do you use whatever. it at all? Like, oh, hey, God, hey. no. Nope. Back in the day, back in the day, <laughs> you could badge your way in exactly. or out of things. Hey, if you pull it out today, there's a it's a death sentence. You're yeah. you're you're pretty much uh gosh, we'll what, write it right off. Let's write it right off. Polk, was it a Polk County deputy? Uh, just uh, last week, like did some ridiculous. He was drunk, like. <sighs> Like a young kid, like drunk, and he, you know, you can't badge your way out of stuff like that. He's like, yeah, I'm with the floor. Yeah, it's like that, that's the last thing you should Fuck say. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you really screwed up. And, uh, uh, other, Uvalde, Uvalde, when all those guys are sitting out there, like, waiting with their long guns and stuff while little kids are inside, like, calling, like, dude, okay, somebody, the thing about police work is that. These days, everybody's afraid to do something because they don't want to get fired. So they sit there and not do the thing that's going to get them fired. Because sounds like a tough ass job. So, somebody needed to 
Somebody always needs to turn a doorknob. You need to go, somebody, I need some keys. Somebody needs to do that. You can't all just sit around and look, which is which is what happened. I mean, a couple of guys stepped up, and there was normally the older guy say, hey, fucking, I got to go in. Yeah, we got to do this. But if you have a commander on scene or the chief of police, I don't know how he, he got his job making those decisions that regular patrol people would have nailed. You, you don't you can't turn an active shooter situation into a barricaded sus, uh, uh, subject. Well, because there's kids inside. There's, they're still inside. There are no gunshots, but he may have had a malfunction and be reloading, trying yeah, to figure yeah, out how to clear to it. it yeah, yeah, you you got to go in. It's like just but to hear him try to cop-splain it. <laughs> because it sounded horrible. Yeah. And, and, like, but that's where police work was going. It's like, you know what? It's not about uh, you doing something wrong and going to jail and all that stuff, but being held accountable is something that absolutely should always be a thing. But you can't sit there and go. I think, it's like, I'll be honest, I think police jobs mm-hmm. are, like, the toughest jobs in America. It's just, mm-hmm. look, what you're saying, you got you to gotta make the right decision. You're human, so you're... You're human. You get it, like, but yep. but you can't be human because nope. the wrong decision can land you in prison, or you could get yourself killed, or people could get hurt. All of that. So it is is I can I would have retired too after twenty years. <laughs> yeah, it, but you you go through all these phases of you know you young cop you did all the shop for the cop and and the charity golf tournaments and all this other crap when you were growing up and it was fun. And it's like, but you can't, like, reboot all that because some people have that same enthusiasm that can stay in there forever. But a lot of people just overstayed the welcome and probably should leave before something happens detrimental to them and their career or somebody else. So is there a test? Like, I'm wondering, is there, like, like we spoke about the politicians. Like, is there a test? Like, hey, this is the test. We got to know if you still have the... Yeah, the, or is it something where you have to be conscious and be like, hey, you know, you have to be conscious. You can anybody can pass a test. Damn. Anybody can pass a test, whether it's a physical test or a mental test. Yeah. But uh, reality is, that you always got to be sharp because you can't say uh, there was a ridiculous. Uh, I call it ridiculous. It, it wasn't it. If people are trying to help, but it's called. You know, they went through this thing like first responders having these mental episodes, and it's like, well, it's okay not to be okay. Well, no, it's not because if I say, "Hey, Santiago, I've been having some issues," uh, you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna take you're gonna take my gun and my badge. You're gonna tell me that I need to go to a shrink, and you're gonna reassign me somewhere, and you're gonna say I can't work off duty, which is probably lessening my income, making me even more stressed. Yeah. What? How is that helping anything? Because that's what they all do. Like, because now they're afraid of you. You can't talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah, he's not okay. He's crazy. We're gonna give so him his gun back. Like it's okay. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, I'm ready. Let's yeah, because the thought process of oh well, you know, it's it's, it's kind of insane when you're in it. Because yeah. most people suck it up, and your friends come to you with a horrible story. You go, hey man, have a drink. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. And, and you wonder why a lot of cops are alcoholics because no. you can't you can have too many vices. Yo, I have a friend who went to the military, and he like he came back, and we were really close growing up, and. He didn't, he didn't want to talk. And one day I said, yo, let's have some drinks, man. And he broke down on me. Mm-hmm. He said how his friend crossed the line that wasn't supposed to cross. And he held half of his body in his hand. And the, he's a police officer today. Yeah. And I tell myself sometimes, like, man, this kid is not okay. No. 
that maybe when he's sober, he can really, he's young, so he's sober, he can still play, but I know deep down inside, he, he's it's, not it's, okay. It's all, it's all pent up. Yeah, like, he's not okay, because he, like, this is something really, how do you, how do yeah. kids cope with that? Like, have you ever seen a shrink, or went to set with a shrink, or? <laughs> when I retired, <laughs> well, retired well, hey, hey, but that's that's the whole thing. Strategy? <laughs> well, you know the thing is, and I, I I told my ther- therapist this because my wife's like, hey, you know what, you need, you know, she Speaking she loves me and looks out for me, so I'm like, okay, honey, okay, I'll figure all this out. But oh. you, <laughs> the thing about going to a shrink while you're still doing the job is that that literally is your job. You spend all your days telling people. What to do and how they should do it, or or give them suggestions, so you or never want to give all up this. Well, you, mental power. But you no, it's not. You can't get it out. It's kind of like you're you're sitting there. It's not going to help me because when I go back to work, I'm still going to be doing the same thing. Yeah. It's like you literally need to remove yourself from the situation mm-hmm. to be able to benefit from therapy. I get it. And and, and you know, other than that, it's kind of like I'm just looking. I'm like, yeah, you. You know, I, I think I went like once. Earlier when I was still working, I'm like, you're just doing the same thing that I do every day, except on a very non-stressful level. Yeah, non-stressful. I, I, I don't get the appointments. I get people coming in going, hey, we just got scammed out of $2,500, and, and the cops are out there telling us to get our stuff and this and that and all that. Like, Did you ever have, like, yeah. a scary moment in the line of duty? Oh, yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if there's, did you ever drew your gun? And, I'm not going to ask you if you shot anybody, but did you ever have to draw your gun and tell yeah, somebody, like, put it down? Yeah, and that's... And that's hundreds and hundreds of times, depending. Because oh, you got to figure you're always going to crap. Yeah. You're not just sitting there. You're not going to the nice stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like you know, somebody with a knife, oh, this and that. You know, drop, go yeah, there. yeah. Drop the gun, drop the gun. You know, it's like you, you, you got, you got to do that. Yeah, you, you do point your gun at people, and people will react in different ways. Yeah. I had a girl tell me she goes, "I ain't getting on the ground. It's muddy." And it was like a robbery or something that was going on. But that was her logic. I can't shoot somebody for yeah, not getting you. getting you <laughs> dirty. You can't let them no, no, it's not Starsky and Hutch days it's either. Not and Hutch days. No, and it's like it's just Damn, it's, it's just, just stressful. Huh? It, it is literally you're like every, a robot. Well, you, you got to like account for everything. Like I'm supposed to meet you on a just meet you on a call and be able to assess your mental capacities. Are you your is are you this? Are you that? Yeah. Are you, it's like that's impossible. Like you can't. You just can look at somebody and go, "Wow, this guy doesn't look right." And, and, and that's and then and you have to problem. figure it out. That's a problem. That's yeah. what that's what's out. Yeah, you don't know if it's drugs. You don't know this that. You was know, the pay good yeah. though? Was the pay good? Yeah. It's, hey, I, I think when I got hired, I got hired ninety three. I was making it was eleven dollars and thirty seven cents. I mean, inflation. You were making. Yeah, it's like twenty. It was like twenty three, twenty three a year. Yeah. And, and I think the if you're a first responder or whatever, unless you got a really good union, and we didn't, it's not North, we didn't really have that. But you can pretty much count on a, a dollar a year career, a raise. That's how your career always ends up a dollar a year. You just you just got to put up with what you got to pull up. You got to learn how to survive, put in your time, and, and, and I, go my, from there. My cousin's a police officer in New York. They make a lot of money now. They, they do. I mean, he starts like a hundred something in a year, and then that's, like five years, he goes up like another fifty grand. Well, like, we got a lot of New York transplants that already got their pensions, and they're down here working at agencies. Wow. And yeah, and they're freaking loaded. They double because they well, they they're done. They're that's another state. Like if you move from state to state, there's no. You can retire from New York and move down here and just start so working. Right I've away. always seen like old sheriffs too, like old ass sheriffs sometimes. Well, they don't. They don't leave. Some of them is are. Is there 
Are you forced to retire? No, you told no. me that. No, so, there's there's no forced retirement. So you could have been 80 years old and still been walking around with a gun? And yeah, there's there's some people that their identities are, are that uniform, and they're still there. They're millionaires. They have 2 or $3 million in their savings account and two or three houses. They're still, still getting up every day putting on uniforms because they don't know how to be anybody else. Yeah. And, no, and that's and that's sad. It is. They, they can't endure they evolve, their lives. Yeah, they can evolve so anyway, yeah, it's, it's hard to it's hard to pull the plug and go. Oh my God! I mean, look at me now. Just, I didn't think I'd be doing this a year ago. Yeah. And you know, it's you, you have something else in mind. I'm, that's, that job sounds super stressful. Like, I don't think the pay is enough. No, it's it's not. And all it did was get more stressful. Yeah. And I, I think it's a job that technology has has definitely made it more stressful. It has to be. Yeah. It sounds like too much, too many balls yeah. in the air. And a stressful situation. We'll, we'll come back and uh, tell you the. We'll talk about like just equipment. There, there's. I'll start with uh, when we come back. Well, I'll tell you about when I when I first got hired and, and the way it was versus. Did you have like one of those beat sticks? Yeah, no, I got when I got hired. I, I got hired with a revolver and speed loaders and, and, speed a, and a big old mag light. It was like '93, man. Like I said, there weren't even domestic violence laws when I got hired. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but it's like it, now you feel like so. But it was only in the '90s. It wasn't yeah. like it, I'm not talking 1950s. Yeah, yeah. My train officer was like, you know, this lady comes to the door with a black eye and didn't want to fill out a statement. It's like, well, why'd you call us? Because there's no domestic domestic violence laws weren't really enacted. They weren't enacted until, uh, I think, September of 94. And I got hired in January of 94. So it, it just it wasn't a thing. So when you look at how far that we've come. 1994, I think I was like in fourth grade, fifth grade. <laughs> yeah, I was like 25, proud that I could do the pull-up I needed to. Pull, to get through my freaking physical assessment test because I hated doing pull-ups. <laughs> but anyway, I appreciate it. We, we can uh, we'll yeah, revisit this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like I said, man, there's just there's there's a lot like that I don't know. so much. I'll be honest with you, it's my first, like I grew up with police officers and being cool. My family's police officers, but it's my first time like really getting to ask questions to a police officer. I usually get the questions asked. <laughs> right. No, I get it. <laughs> hey, well, we can come in. If you want to come to the show next time and you yeah, have a I'll list of questions. And I'll do uh, it. Unfortunately, I, I know like a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none kind of guy, so I've most likely at least heard of it. <laughs> you have and, to. And, and worked with many different personalities. Like uh, I, will, I will close this show by telling you some of the people that I work with freaking tremendous like my old squad yesterday I'm looking at their faces and I'm like gosh I mean you you, you see integrity yeah you see bravery in some of the stories that we're telling like and, and you were there for a lot of it it's like wow yeah at, at the time when nobody's looking and there's nobody cameras on they you did the right, the right thing, thing. Yeah. yeah I teach that to my son all the time yeah I tell them you know it's integrity doing the right thing when nobody's looking yeah and, and that's that's kind of it there was you know and you talk to people the way you need to talk to them and you tell them sometimes what they need power. to hear. Did you ever abuse power? No. Def, de, de, definition of, that's like saying, was I a good cop? And I'll say yes, but you, you don't ask me. You ask all the people I interacted with. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really matter what I say. <laughs> so, yeah, I would have had no, but I'm sure if you can talk to some class people, it's like, hey, I don't know. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you, you man. As usual, you've been awesome. But yeah, we'll re revisit we'll that next time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, man. Thanks Bye. for the show.